welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 65. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the United States My Xbox and Me champion, Joseph. Hello. The belt's not behind me, but I should be. I'll replace something over here. So, I'll put it there. I made a little request, which yeah. threw you through some loops today. It did. So I was like, is there any way we can get you in the backdrop of downstairs because I love it. I love if anyone's Thank not checked you. out your YouTube channel, go to youtube.com slash polygames, check out Joseph's videos, and you get to see his backdrop. But you don't need to just go there anymore because you can see it right here, right now, <laughs> which is lovely. Yes, thank you so much. It, it, it took a while, and uh, it's, there's still some things I want to fix, but thank you for the compliment. It means uh, it, a lot. I love it. I do. Thank I love you. it. I love Thank it. You. Mine's a work in progress at the moment. I'm waiting for a Resident... I want to get a Resident Evil photo for here. If you're watching the... Uh, listening to the audio of this, you haven't got a clue what's going on. But I want a, a picture like here, yeah. and another picture here, and then I want to get shelves for here, because I've ordered some pillars, some YouTube pillars, which are going to go down that wall. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Okay. I like this. Yeah, yeah we're like getting this. there. We're getting there. Don't you worry. Right. Um, how have you been? How are things? Oh, man. Things have been pretty crazy here in the states um so i've been i've been all right i haven't gamed that much this week me neither funny enough oh my god it's just if it's not school i've been doing this thing called journalism where uh i'm, huh. I'm, I'm <laughs> we might talk about it later but it's about gamestop and i've been in uh interviewing employees mm -hmm. a lot of them to cool. get their so roots from rural journalism then yeah man and uh other than that not much. I've just been playing Overwatch, waiting for For Honor. Okay. Oh. Okay. We'll get to that. We'll get to the game. So I need to start this episode off by saying today is the 8th of the 2nd, or the 2nd of the 8th, depending on where you're from, 2017. And today is a uh, very special day, actually, for me. Okay. It is my six-year anniversary with my fiance Haley. So... Congratulations, man. Yeah, a very, very... Uh, we've hit... I feel like six years is a long time. It's a oh, long yeah. time. So she she's not hearing this. So lucky I can sell yeah. this, yeah? And no one can see it, so we're good. So I bought a, a nice card. I've bought her some flowers. We're going to go out for a meal later on. And then we're going to... So on Saturday, because today she's got to work tomorrow, so we can't go out too late tonight. Right, but then right. Saturday, I'm going to take her to this place called Jump Giants, which is like bouncy uh, trampolines all everywhere because she's wanted to go there for ages and hasn't <laughs> shut up about me. I'm a big dude. Do you think I want to jump around on trampolines? Heck no. I but would break a trampoline. I'm, I'm, you'll see video, don't you worry. But yeah, just wanted to say, uh, uh, she probably won't listen to this, but uh, yeah, six years. We're getting there. Damn. We're getting there. That's, that's how long my brother and his wife, uh, they, were, they were dating like six years. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. It's a long I time. I can't picture it. But that. anyway, we come here to talk about Xbox and yeah. we come here to talk about games. Sure so this love. episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by mcfix.co.uk and Polygames on YouTube. Um, if you want audio early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Audio is $3, video is 4 Um, Usually you can watch live, but unfortunately, Patreon is currently going through some... Uh, maintenance on the website so i'm hoping they're going to make that website a bit better because i like the website but it does need a little bit of work yeah um so but just thank you again to obviously anyone that does support me on patreon is what keeps the lights on literally i did pay my electric bill with that money so 
Thank you. Uh, and last but not least, let's hear, hear from our boy Mike Lynch. And he says, yo, 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 what is going on, guys? It's your favorite Dead Rising fan here, Mike Lynch. Anyways, if you want to see Blu-ray pickup uh, videos, movie reviews, and game reviews, then my channel is the place to go. Uh, I do not do ukulele tutorials. Anyway, back to your usual scheduling programming. Back to you, Fixer and Joseph. Joe, again, we yes. both said we haven't done much gaming this week, but I've lot, done a little a bit. Okay. But what's been what's been in your box this week? Is is there anything? Uh, just a lot of Overwatch. Um, I played a little bit of. But wait, wait for it. We got I've a question playing... about this later, so don't okay. you worry. All right, good. I've been playing a little bit of Resident Evil. Um, have you not finished record. it yet? No, I finished it. I finished it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll, I'm waiting for For Honor, man. That's it. Like that's when I'm in the zone. I'm just like I'm waiting. I'm patiently waiting. Mm. I'm sort of I'm sort of in the same place as well. I've been playing. Uh, I played a little bit of FIFA as I do. I've been still grinding away at Final Fantasy 15, okay. which I'm almost at 40 hours on. And uh, only on chapter seven. <laughs> I put twenty hours in. I'm on like chapter three, and I just I suck so bad in that game. It's awful for me. See, I'm at a point now where I love the game, and I've spoken about the game nonstop. I do love the game, but the problem I have with it at the moment, yeah, is there's a lot of fishing missions, uh, quests, and I have this OCD where I have to clear my quest log. Which is really, really bad in a game like this. So yeah. I'm trying to do these fishing. I'm trying to do these fishing quests. And I can't seem to catch the fish I need, which is really frustrating me. So, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm going to have to part, go on. I'm thinking I've got to move on and just get through it now. I might have to just get down and get that story done. Yeah, no, my I, I have the same issue. And also, um, by the way, gang, if you hear a cat meow, that's Tanuki. She's adorable, but a pain in the ass. Um, okay. <laughs> now, all that out of the way, I have the same problem, where if I'm playing a game... Uh, and there's like a big quest log, I have to clear it. Ever since I started playing World of Warcraft, it's been that way. Where mm -hmm. I'm like, I have this quest log, I have to complete everything, and I don't level up any of my skills until I complete all the quests. Oh and then God. once I hand them all in, I then like, I, I become epic. I then just put all my skills into everything. That's how I roll. Yeah, so not, that's, yeah. I'm pretty it's weird. Similar. Pretty it's similar. Weird. Um, yeah, I haven't played anything else really. To think about it, uh, I still haven't gone through and played Resident Evil on Madhouse yet. Still, I've been busy, been really, really busy with non gaming stuff. Um, I can now say that I am a proud owner of a gaming PC. Nice. So I have, I have uh, uh, been crazy enough to put my faith in myself to be able to pay off this PC, <laughs> and I've bought myself a PC. Um, obviously. It was more to do with rendering times and stuff like that. Not so much for PC gaming, because I don't yeah. care for PC gaming. But it'd be cool to play Gears of War on Ultra and stuff like that. Just with the Play Anywhere stuff, I feel like it'd be kind of cool. So yeah, no, why definitely. The hell not? Definitely. Why I, the hell not? I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the, the, the look for a new laptop. Because as, as we... It's, it's <laughs> been... Life's been difficult. This poor little fella right here. She she can't do it all, and uh, I need I need something I need something portable though. So I've yeah. been looking at a razor, or I've been looking at a MacBook 15 inch for mm. for it. And at least I could do a little bit of gaming on the MacBook uh, when I'm at school. Just a little bit. Do you might as well just go watch people on Twitch at that yeah, point. Exactly. <laughs> um, topic of the show this week, Joe. Uh, okay. Some news literally just broke before we went live, which was uh, for the first time in its history, 
E3 will now be open to the public. Uh, will be open to anyone who wants to buy a ticket to the annual video game show. Uh, starting from February 13th, the Entertainment Software Association will open sales on 15,000 tickets for customers. Uh, the first 1,000 uh, will sell for $150. $149, I should say. $149 each, and the rest will sell at $249. All tickets are for all three days, mm. um, and will give you granted to the whole of the show floor hmm. now so, your your monopoly yeah, money how much is okay. that for you guys so for the british pound 100 yes. i guess probably about 100 pound the you gotta think we're in brexit mode right at the moment so okay. we're a bit sh- the pound's a bit shaky <laughs> um probably about 100 roughly give or take so do not kill me in the comments but yeah hmm. probably 150 dollars is probably about 100 pounds maybe 90 maybe a little bit i don't know depending okay um so yeah probably about 100 150 pounds for us something like that oh, cool. um so the reason i've the topic of the show was going to be something else but i've decided this is it um i've done comic-con i've done egx i've done um a couple of other trade shows and working these trade shows are a bloody nightmare like you are trying to get from play point a to point b and you only have a certain amount of time to get there and you're trying to make your demos i've done this i've done this in a small capacity of like egx reese is a mainly indie event over here that mm. uh, a lot of idea xbox games and stuff like that and i struggle at the best of times to make my appointments for those so you're dealing with developers and stuff like that so for me i've always liked the idea of e3 being strictly press which is still busy and it's still the the hustle and bustle of the show but i like the idea of thinking all right i'm here to see a game i'm here to work this is a working environment for working people in the gaming industry and adding um uh, customers to this even though it's not a crazy amount fifteen thousand, it could have been a lot worse i assume um but I don't think it's a great idea. Um, I don't know where you come down on it. Uh, so, yeah, I've been to Comic-Con, and I'm out of this firm belief. I love Comic-Con, because like, most of the time, I'm like an old person walking a mall, right? I'm just there to watch and look, and, and really just look at mostly like uh, awesome cosplay. Um, when it comes to, to Comic-Con, though, especially because I, I go to Comic-Con New York, it's way too packed. It mm-hmm. is smelly and awful and all the food's <laughs> overpriced and l- last time i went it just it wasn't that great like i went there to see resident evil within five minutes the whole day was was gone gone and i was just like really uh i want to go then i was like okay let me try out final fantasy 15 gone i was just like okay so what am i to try out some vibe games and that's about it so like that that kind of that kind of pissed me off but when it comes to me as um, as a fan of video games, yeah, as a kid, I always dreamed of going to E three, as everybody has. Oh, so, oh, boy. So, oh, on this though, for me, I didn't find out about E three until maybe if I've been with Haley, maybe five years ago. Mm. I didn't know about. Honestly, I was such a latecomer. I've been playing video games all of my life. Like, literally, from the age of two, I had a Game Boy. Um, well, my dad had a Game Boy and I was playing it. Um, so I've played video games all of my life. I've been in 
Um, I was a pretty late comer to getting the internet. I didn't get the internet till uh, the second year of secondary school. Um, so I was late to internet culture, but I've always been into video games. Um, was really into the music scene, stuff like that. So when I found out what E3 was, that was just like mind-blowing. What, what? To know, To know that there was a show going on for the last... I think E3's been going on now. Since early mid-90s? Yeah, so... I missed. I missed some of the maybe? big, some of the biggest shows ever. Yeah. Like then, so when people talk about like the Wii E3 showing, like I have no context of that. Oh boy, oh boy, you missed out, man. Yeah, no, do you know what I mean? But for me, it was like I've always thought, all right, when I get to E3, which one day in my head I will get there. When I get to E3, I'll be able to go as. Um, press like i have been lucky enough to go to comic-con egx all the events i spoke about um i've been to these places as press which does it help you yes you can usually yeah. if you've got a good math like me you can talk your way through a lot of situations um <laughs> you get to cut cues and stuff like that people get very angry at you and stuff like that because uh, again i've i've created um friendships and relationships with certain developers so the dev sees me and he comes and grabs me out of the queue and he's like come on go play the game and i'm like mm, this person who's been queuing up for the Sorry, last guys. Um, yeah exactly exactly yeah. You, you literally clench your teeth together and go what am i meant to do i remember i had one couple um was just like no he's not going in front of us like literally was adamant and i was just like it's cool i'll wait it's not a problem like i do not i do not want to jump the queue in front of anybody either yeah. but when you've got to cover an event and you need to get to everything you don't want you don't want just to waste people in the way yeah, yeah or people in the way it's just it's so people are so i don't mean this rudely but people are so stupid mm -hmm. sometimes because you try and, like, people just stopping when you're in the middle of walking, you're jogging along to get to these places, and there's nothing worse than the mum pushing the pram. Any mums listening to this, the mum pushing the pram who literally just stops, mm -hmm. and then you're, you're, you've got a group of people all following behind you. Get out the way. Please. I've gone off, I've gone off topic a little bit here. No, no, um, but you, you're dead right. Like, like, you have places to go. You literally do have people to see. It's, it's, see, uh, it's... Mm -hmm. it, it, it's it's you have a selected amount of time and your time is more important than theirs because yours would, is I'm, I'm not gonna say more important i would never say my time is more it. important I'll say it right but now. you you can say that i'll let you joe you can say that but i'm, I'm not gonna my say... xbox and me family man <laughs> but you you're 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 trying to to work yeah. Like that's that's I think that's the point. You're there to work, and some people just don't see it like that. They don't see it as you're there to work, but it's just hard. The other point I wanted to touch on of the price: 150 for the first thousand people, whatever. That's just if you're lucky enough to do that. You, so for me, it's costing 250 dollars. So 150, 175, maybe something like mm. that. That's a lot of money. That is. That's a lot of money to go to E3. And, and that, I think, is to wean off the people that... The maybe you're like Yeah, the, the filthy casuals, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's probably... that. That's the reason why. Would I do it? If I had money, dude, I would totally do this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not against this idea whatsoever because, again, like I would love to go there as press, but just, like, I, I, I need to go. Like, this is my bucket list right here. So I oh, need 100%. To, I need to I need to see this. Uh, what I, I know is that E3 hasn't been as popular in recent years. 
That's um, what I was going to hit on. And, and, and so probably that's why they're doing this, right? You would have uh, thought so. Yeah, so like, I, I, I've, been, I've been watching E3, dude, since I was a kid. Like, mm. since they were had it on TV in, I would like to say the G4 days. So maybe 2005, 2006, with the 360, the PlayStation 3, and the Wii launch. And seeing all three of those, seeing every time they launch a console... It's awesome, all three of them. Like it's just like you're you're watching a, a someone tell you a story or try to actually sell you on a story. Unless it's and, the Xbox One, then it's a terrible story, and you fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. Hey, it's the truth. We but all know that that reveal of the Xbox One was terrible. So. It was terrible. It was terrible. And praise Phil for bringing it back. And uh, yeah, no, like you see, you see companies fall on their face. You see them rise to the occasion, and it's just like. It's awesome to see. Like I love, I love how they're telling a story. Again, <laughs> I love E3. I mm. love the show. I love seeing the press conferences. I love all of that. But the idea of con- like customers being there and getting in the way of me working is just like no. I'm thinking of people, the people I love. I love kind of funny. I love. Um, uh, I like Gamespot. I like Giant Bomb. The, these mm-hmm. companies that. I just need them to get the information to me. I feel like it's such yeah. a better experience because it all gets fed to me. I click on the YouTube channel, and there it is. I click on the, a Twitch channel, and there it is. I I feel like the more people there, the more it's going to get even worse to cover and harder yeah. for, to, for these companies to cover. Your IGN's Games Sports, Destructoid, whoever it is. Um, it's just going to be so hard with more people there. Yeah. They already talk about how much of a nightmare it is. So I wonder how much of a influence this will have on them. Yeah. And E3 is also really important for, like, businesses to talk to each other, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that, but, like, there are literally backroom conversations between There's meeting devs. rooms. Of course, of course. Yeah. So, like, you know, E3 is really important for the industry, and not a lot of people, I think, realize that when they, like, they talk about, like, is E3 even necessary? It's so necessary. Exactly. It's so necessary. So if this keeps E3 relevant, I'm all for it. Uh, but you are right. This, this, I hopefully there is like a maybe a day for just press, and maybe then a day for the 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 rest of us. Well, know? this is this is what I used to. They did this whole fan fest thing, didn't they, last year, which was five thousand people got to just play the game. So there wasn't actually on the floor. There was a little area where they had like. I don't know if it was exactly coned off, but that's what I'm going to use the term, coned off. So people could go in there and play games and try games early and stuff like that. For me, that sounds perfect. If I was buying that experience, at uh, obviously a lot less of the cost, I could get behind it. But the pure fact of go on the show floor with all these big companies who are really busy, who have not got... Greg Miller hasn't got time to take that photo with you. He's run into an appointment. Uh, Danny O'Dwyer hasn't got that time for you. Whoever it is, do you know what I mean? And I'm sure it isn't mean, but that's... This isn't Comic-Con. Yeah. This isn't Gamescom. This isn't this RTX. Is, this isn't RTX, which there's yeah. one in London, which I'm super fucking hyped oh, about. Oh, dude, you just... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I, I, th- conversations for a different time. Because <laughs> um, I can go down that tangent. Um... It's it, this is E three. I just don't want it to take away from what E three is, which yeah. is, which is businessy, which is very important. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is for the fans. 
um, being there. It's for the fans at home watching it. I, I don't know. Maybe 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 other people disagree. I'd love to hear your thoughts. My Xbox and Me podcast at gmail.com. Would love to hear people's thoughts. Love to hear what they have to say about this. Um, yeah, cubes are already bad at these types of shows, so you don't need to add more. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> Should we get into the news? You know what? Let's get into the news, man. Some big, big, big news stories this week, which is Grand Theft Auto V has now sold 75 million copies into retail. Um, a, a, a game that was released in 2013, Grand Theft Auto V, is still selling like hotcakes. You can definitely tell I rewrote this because I love the word hotcakes. <laughs> uh, when it comes to sales figures, the game has now sold in 75 million copies. Damn. That I, don't get me wrong. I love Grand Theft Auto. Bought it on the 360. Bought it on the one. There's got to be everyone's a lot of everyone. A lot of people have <laughs> definitely done that, just like I have. I've yeah, doubled up on it. Um, it's just one of those games. It's one of those. You have Minecraft. You have GTA. For me, it's Minecraft, GTA, FIFA. Like I buy them on whatever system <laughs> I have. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's crazy. Like this is now one of the most top-selling games of all time it's up mm -hmm. there with minecraft and, and tetris. with tetris and, and wii sports right yes um so like it is amazing how and it's not even the series right is this is this just one it's just no the this game is itself. as far from what i am from what i can understand and from what i was reading and obviously rewrote the track new story yeah. this is just grand theft auto 5 and that's that is that is insane to me and it shows like a, that's it's a great game. Mm -hmm. uh, for me personally, I GTA Five is not my cup of tea. Uh, like I, I do enjoy it. It's not my favorite Rockstar game though. Uh, that that goes Boo! to uh, see this thing right here. Red Get the Dead hell too. out of here. Yeah, no, I read that too. So I'm I'm really happy. I, Rockstar makes it great games, and it shows the industry that it's about quality. And not having to have a yearly release year after year. Call, this call, is Call of Duty. Is well, this is what happens when you have restraint. This is yeah. what happens when you treat your IPs with respect. Yeah. This is what happens when you care about the product you're putting out. This is what happens. I'm sorry, but this is. Yeah. You, you go away for five years and you come back and you sell 75 million units. All right, you, you sell 20 million units every three years, like a, a, every year for three years. You still ain't caught GTA numbers. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? It's, uh, Grand Theft Auto V is in my top five games of all time, 100%. Um, the, the game absolutely blew me away when I played it, and it still does. The online aspect people love. I am trying my hardest to get back into it, but I really do feel like that's a game you need a crew to play with all of the time. Yeah. Um, so anyone that wants to play, please hit me up. XOB Space Fixer. Um, that's a, a space, not Space Fixer. Don't put space in there. Um, yeah, for me, it's a case of just... Does EA go and look at this and go, hmm? And does Ubisoft go and look at this and go, hmm? I think they and do, but not to some titles. Only some. This is what I was just about to say to you. Does EA... Uh, Activision, Ubisoft, um, anybody else have a title like GTA? Is Call of Duty on the same levels as GTA? I think yes. I really do. You say no. I say I do think yes because I feel like Call of Duty, if it went away for five years, 
I would people miss it. would go absolute nuts yeah. to get that game. Is it going to happen? No way in no. hell. But that game would that game would sell ridiculous because people would be absolutely oh crying for a Call of Duty. <laughs> you know? Even yeah. maybe me to a certain degree. And I'm not a Call of Duty guy, but if they went away for five years, you'd be like. Well, it's been away. They must have worked on something. Let's have a look. They've got to give it. A tr- you have to give it a try. Well, it's gone yeah. away that long. Red Dead Redemption, as you know, I don't think the game is as amazing as everybody else does. But when Red Dead Two comes around, you know full well. I know, I know. When Red Dead Two comes around, <laughs> you know I'm going to be buying that and playing it because oh, yeah. I need to see. It's gone away for seven years. I think it is. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, so- Two thousand. 10, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven right. years. Um, just to talk about some other uh, Take-Two um, games. Uh, it was during a... You are getting old. During <laughs> a uh, earnings call, Take-Two, this is where all this information has come. CEO Strand... Mm, Strand I think that's right. Uh, Mafia 3 sold 4.5 million copies in its first week. But 2K parent company Take-Two announced lifetime sales have now reached 5 million. Not too shabby for a game that was broken. Yeah. In my opinion, again, I couldn't... I tried to play it. I tried to play it last week, actually. Um, I turned it on just to decide whether I was going to uninstall it or not. And... (laughs) And you nope. uninstalled it? I did uninstall it because yeah. the lighting's still not fixed. The game's still glitched out on me. Um, the game still has problems. A game like that should not have problems. Yeah. Um, Mr. Moody did put in the My Xbox and Me Facebook group um, that there is some DLC coming. I don't care for it. I don't like giving broken games any attention. So Yeah, yeah, yeah you're you totally go. right. You're totally right. Like, Yeah, Mafia 3 um, is a game I skipped because... Uh, when everybody was talking about it and being so hyped over this game, I looked at it and I was just like, there's no way it's going to live up to the, the hype. And, I loved um, Mafia 2, though. That's the crazy thing. And I was really looking for... I love the story in this. Yeah. I feel like it's it, it must be a really great story. But the gameplay is so boring and the the brokenness of the game is just not for me. Yeah. It's and you would, you would think being able to shoot the KKK would be fucking rad. Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and last but not least on this list, uh, Zelnick also announced that NBA 2K17 has now shipped in... Uh, no, sorry, it doesn't say shipped in. Has now shipped nearly 7 million units. That is 10% up from NBA 2K16. Which, again, I love the NBA games. I didn't buy this one, but I did just and g the prelude. Oh, really? Literally, all you got to do is do the... Literally, leave the game on for an hour, like do each game uh-huh. and then do a customization thing. It's a thousand G. I was like, boom, I'll take those <laughs> points all day long, mate. Easy G, that's mine. All day long. All day are, long. Are you one of those guys that bought the King Kong game? <laughs> Just a thousand G? Sure you know what? Funny thing was, yeah, I wasn't okay. in, I didn't, again, very late to the internet. So didn't really understand it all too much. So when that game came out, my dad had it in his game shop and I played mm. it, got a hundred G and I was like, that do. I didn't understand Faz and G and all that. So, like, that game, um, Prison Break. I was going through them yesterday. Uh, that game, Prison Break, uh, oh, Saw. God. Um, oh, God. A couple of the games that were really easy for a Faz and G. Uh, Lost, I didn't get the a Faz and G for. 
because I didn't know you could go on the internet and look for guides. Ah, oh, I was stupid. I know. Oh, I did boy. later on, actually. Later on, okay. I think I did the last one, but still couldn't be bothered to go back and do it all. Um, Let's be some news. New game out on the Xbox One store and Windows 10 store, which is Fallout Shelter. Fallout Shelter is now available on the Xbox One and Windows 10 store. Uh, the console version of Fallout Shelter, the game that first came to mobile, um, by Bethesda Game Studios, has now launched. So, if you was interested in that and this interests you, yeah, you, you, no, no, <laughs> no. I, 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 I'm not a fan of mobile games whatsoever. So, like, this game, I downloaded it, and I was just like, oh, it's kind of like XCOM, but, like, not that great. So, I just, like, that's my first initial thoughts. <laughs> and so, I just walked away from this game. Seeing it coming out on Xbox, it's cute, but I don't know if I'm going to play it, to be completely well, honest. <laughs> I tweeted that, cool, if it's an easy thousand G, I'll play it. If it's exactly. not, then no way. No exactly. way, which, uh, yeah, because I did, I played it on, um... On my mobile as well, when everyone, you know, when you get, you do kind of get into that E3 hype when it's like available now. And you're like, oh my god! So you have to go check if it's there now. Yeah. And I did, of course. And uh, yeah, just didn't it just didn't stick with me, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. every if you add achievements to anything, it kind of usually gets me. Um, the only good thing I do like about this is that the game's obviously free, and it's a play anywhere title, so you can play it either on your Xbox One or uh, PC and have mm-hmm. it. Bounce between the two, which for me, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do do love that feature. Um, next piece of news is a backwards compatible title, which I don't usually talk about these too often, but this is a game that I actually liked, which was Lego oh, really? Indiana Jones. Um, it's now coming to Xbox One backwards compatibility. I love the Lego games. I do think the Lego games are really cool. Me they're, and Hayley usually play them together. Um, I think they're great. If you're looking for a co op experience, uh, who was it? Ben. Ben Jack last week. I think he asked us for carp experiences. The Lego games, I think, are a great place to sit oh, yeah. down with new gamers, wives, daughters, girlfriends, whoever, and play through them. If there's something for everyone. You've got Star Wars, you've got Lego Indiana Jones, you've got the Marvel superhero ones. They're just really fun games, and they're easy enough to play and learn. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, the Star Wars Lego games. Big surprise. Those are Those are the... The games I always play. Like, I, I loved Lego Force Awakens. It was fun. It was cute. And, and like, they just nail cutscenes so great, too. Uh, they're, they're really great. I, I Pick up this game. I, I actually might. Because I also enjoy good Indiana Jones. So, The yeah. thing I love about the uh, backwards compatibility stuff mm-hmm. is my shelves are pretty bad. This is literally all that I have physical anymore. Literally, because oh, wow. I I just got rid of everything physical. I was done with it. What I'm thinking of doing is getting the the backwards compatibility games that I do like, getting them physical. Okay. So yeah. I can have them because when the Xbox One eventually does die off, and we got the Xbox Two or Scorpio or whatever it is, we don't know yet. Um, I like to be able to pull it out and go. Here are a load of games you can play on it. Which, with everything going forwards and backwards, we don't know yet. I just like the fact of having a hard copy of games I love, games I enjoy. Do you know what I mean? I'm sick of having... This is why I got rid of... um, As you can see, Steep is no longer here. Um, (laughs) Games that I don't care for need to just get off my shelves from now on. I used to just collect for the sake of collecting. So now, if you see something on here, it's because I want it there. Yeah. 
I, I now it's come to the point like I, I still buy physical, but <clears throat> I'll eventually trade them, except if they're a steel book. I'll keep the steel book. I was looking at some steel books that some guy was selling them on eBay today. Uh, they had the Gears of War four steel book, but they wanted like. It was the still, Gears of War still book and The Last Guardian, which obviously I don't care about Last Guardian. But you wanted yeah. £20 for both. I'm like, there's no game in there. Just for just, a box? Just, no way. No, no, no way. No you way. Can, no, no way. Um, <clears throat> I'd probably do that for the original Gears of War steel book because I sold that being a dum-dum. I had that. Yeah, and I sold it like a dumb oh, man. Big, we should talk about one podcast, just like biggest video game regrets. Uh, and that that would be my number one. Uh, selling that, that would be the only steel book I would buy just for the steel book. But usually, like, yeah, you should see. I have a collection. <laughs> it's the only sad. One I have anymore. Is I have Resident Evil Five, Resident Evil Six, and no, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that is it. That's I, I, all I, I have. Off the top of my head, I have like Fallout. I have. Uh, um, Quantum Break, uh, what else? What else? Uh, Bloodborne is my favorite steel book. It is such. Every time I pull it out and like I show people, they're like, "Bloodborne had a steel book." I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Dark Souls Three, which is a pretty good steel book. Still not um, played that. I haven't. Still not played it. Oh, it's so good. It's so. At the end, it just becomes so bullshit though. Uh, <laughs> when, when you're running on rooftops and just getting. Oh my god. But uh, and what else? What else? What's my Oh, and The Witcher 3 I have a steelbook of, which is really nice. I have a yeah, lot yeah. of those games to Julie, so yeah. that would and, be why. Um, yeah. Next piece of news. is okay. an interesting, really, I think really interesting piece of news, but I've accidentally not copied the whole story here. Um, yes, I have. It's down here. Don't worry. I messed up. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, of Horizon Dev Playground Games are going to be making a non-racing open world game. This excites me. So, Playground Games, the UK developer behind Forza Horizon series, will be opening a second studio to work on a new game. Uh, as reported by GamesIndustry.biz, uh, the, untitled, the untitled new game, currently ref, uh, referred to as Project 2, will be an open world game mm. and will not feature racing. Uh, and the quote here is um, from Raphael uh, Fulton, which says, We feel like we've become pretty good at racing games over the years, said Playground Games. Yeah, da, da, da. Uh, we can always get better, and we can always strive to get, get better and improve ourselves in, di- in a different game. That's another goal on Project 2, to allow us to do that. We're going to need to hire some very talented people with experience that we don't have. Um, I I find this super interesting. Yeah. Like, I Forza Horizon Three. I'm pl- I am playing it very slowly, and I do have it. And you can very tell it's a beautiful game, very good game. But I love it when studios try something new. And I love it when studios are like, "All right, so we've mastered the racing genre." Now let's make a shooter. Because to me, it can it can go both ways. It can be terrible, or mm-hmm. it could be really good. Because they're going to start thinking outside the box. They're not used to making a shooter. So they're going to make... They're safe if it's a shooter. I don't know that it's a shooter. Mm-hmm. But 
if if the guys at Treyarch make a shooter, they know what a shooter should feel like. They know yeah. what they want in their shooter. But the guys at Playground Games, they don't know what they want in their shooter. They don't know what they want. They don't know how to do it. So coming up with those unique ideas, that's where this comes from. Comes from people that are already in game design, know what they're doing, but want to apply their skills to something else. And I find that super fascinating. Yeah. I in in like I, I, I agree with you. First, I hope this is an Xbox exclusive. Oh, I think the uh, Playground Games are not a first-party studio. I think if I'm not mistaken, they are. Are they? I think they're their first or second. But either Let me way, check. I, I go on, carry so. on. Um, but yeah, I love when developers they do like they take risks. Like, what come to mind would be like games like Obsidian, uh, or, mm-hmm. or studios like Obsidian, studios like Insomniac. That like they do. They might be in the same genre, but they do different things. So, like with Obsidian, like they did, um, they did Knights of the Old Republic, and then they do Fallout, and now they're doing um, what is that game? Oh no, Pillars of Eternity, and like they're doing all these different RPGs that are totally different than each other, but like they do something different. Blizzard, great example of of doing something different, right? They have like an RTS. They have a card game, they have a MOBA, they have a shooter, they have an MMO. And I'm like, that is like, and then an awesome like hack and slash RPG. So it's just like, I love when they do something different because when you think outside the box, because you don't know how to do it, it forces you to think differently. And that's why you get like really great games. Like you get Overwatch, like you get, you know, Fallout 4, uh, you know, you get all these, uh, even Sunset Overdrive, you know, rip to that game. Because that game, dude, awesome. Xbox yeah. people, buy it. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Like, like, it's awesome when they do something new. Playground games are a second party. Second party, okay. Good to know. That's interesting. That's good for me to know. Hashtag good Joe was right. Joe was right. Joe was right. Um, I'm glad you corrected me, sir. Uh, yeah, I just think, I just think this is awesome. And yeah. yes, I totally agree with you, Dan. This needs to be an exclusive. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. I don't know even know what it is, but Xbox needs more exclusives. They have a relationship with Playground Games. Make it an exclusive. And yeah. they're from the UK, so maybe I can like run into their studio and find them. Guys. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Uh, next piece of news. Xbox Mike Giribara and... Uh, is it... Carmen... Cal- Cloudly? Childly? Kareem, uh, yeah. Cloudy. Cla- Cloudy? Sure. Sorry, cool. dude. We're <laughs> Sorry going we butchered it. your name, man. Have been promoted to VPs at Microsoft. Sources uh, familiar with the Microsoft plans have told us that Mike and Mr. Childly, I'm so sorry if we butchered your name, <laughs> are both set to become corporate vice presidents at Microsoft. Um, making their roles, obviously, permanent fixtures for Xbox. Mike Urabara is head of Xbox management program um and cloudly is heading up the development at xbox software engineering reporting to xbox head of xbox sorry uh mr phil spencer um so that's good news i see mike um constantly on twitter tweeting the xbox fans and he's constantly streaming on beam and stuff like that um which is he's he's out there talking to the fans keeping everyone calm usually um (laughs) Eurobar is awesome. If you don't follow him on Twitter, you have to. You have okay. to. Um, 
definitely if you're into Xbox, that's one thing you have to do. He's constantly tweeting things, constant, constant, constant. Um, and Mr. Childly, Cloudly, I'm really sorry, <laughs> dude. Um, you might recognize him from the Project Scorpio trailer. Right. He's the guy that delivers the famous line, it's a monster. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Hopefully this this means good news, man. I always let the... I love what PlayStation does in this um, aspect of you know who Shu is. You know who... You knew who Adam Boyce was. You know... You, you, do you know what I mean? You know yeah. these PlayStation heads and figures. And that's what I thought... We got Major Nelson, but you never see Major Nelson on the stage at E3. Yeah. Um, I also... I have a beef with Major Nelson, so... Oh, okay. Why, yeah. why is that? I don't know. He doesn't see... He just seems like a salesman to me. And I know that's his job. He's like marketing. But like I was gonna say his job is to sell things, so he, there was this one there's this like one time he snapped at Angry Joe. This is oh, like that. that is so old and, news. No, dude. I know, I know, but that was the time where I liked him. Because I was like, there you go, like just just be real with you. Like you're not a developer, you don't know what you're talking about. Just walk away. Be I don't know, be cool, be edgy. Don't be I like, like this. Major Nelson for just to say right. Because I would love to one day have him on the podcast. I mean, so yeah, I don't would love worry. to have you on. Don't worry. Joe won't be on that episode if we ever get you, Mr. Major Nelson. Uh, I apologize. Joe will not be here. It'll just be a nice little one-on-one interview with myself. Um, yeah, for me, it's a case of... I, I love it when they elevate people. So if they can elevate more people and give them more stage presence and just start building this Xbox family out a bit more, yeah. I'm all for that. All, and, and, all and, for that. and ones that are dedicated like mike is oh, right mike Irabara, phil spencer mm-hmm. and, and okay major nelson 100 percent of the years right. he does his his uh podcast which is something i listen to on a regular basis very good very a lot of information going in there you hear a lot of back backstories and stuff like that so it's an awesome podcast yeah. if you haven't listened to it you should yeah. definitely yeah. definitely uh, yeah um they 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 do need a shoe hey in in that in that organization and got i feel phil, phil Phil's the closest one to it, but there's just there's something about Shuhei, man. He's the most adorable man. Nah, but that, like, that's just because he's Japanese. Uh, because like you know, like the cool thing about Shu is, and and I, I like Phil has this a little bit, is like he is as honest as he can be. I think, and you know, he loves his job. I and think so, Phil's exactly the same way, though. Yeah. So like when like he was at the Nintendo event, like looking like yes, at, was that. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, exactly. like and he's just like enjoying it. Like I love seeing people that like they love this industry, and so when you build that at Microsoft, you get that genuineness, right? He was a hundred percent inspired, though. We know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely. He's like, why didn't? Why is Vita work? Where's Vita two at? Come on, we can't give yeah. them all the market share. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, if we see more of that from Microsoft, that's only even more awesome. awesome. Hundred percent, totally, totally agree. Um, our last piece of news is about Gears of War Four, and Gears of War Four is celebrating Valentine's Day with uh, a new Talkbow tag and new maps. February's update adds two new maps and a week-long Valentine's Day event. Uh, new Gears of War packs to collect and further improvements to the game. Gears of War has always embraced the holidays, and this Valentine is no different. February marks. Uh, February 10th marks the beginning of uh, the week uh, for the Valentine's Day celebrations with the new Gears of War pack to be earned daily Valentine themed bounties and 
other craftable characters to collect and much requested return of the Talkbo tag, which I don't even have a clue what that is. Stay tuned for more news. Um, you don't have to stay tuned to me because I'm not going to tell you. But <laughs> I almost didn't add this as news, but I thought the Gears of War fans might get a little bit um, frustrated at me. The only map that I could find that I know that is coming is the Impact Dark map, which uh, looked pretty cool in the trailer that I saw. Yeah. So. Yeah. Gears of War 4 it just isn't doing enough to drag me back in um, I need wingman bring me wingman modes and I'll be there that and stop this stupid crafting system it's horrible I don't like it what the whole selling your thing the the, the cards yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. Microsoft yeah, get rid of the stupid card idea Please, for the love of God! But you God. know why it's there for microtransactions, dude. I know, I know, I know that, but just stop making it so obvious. But that's like, you, at know. least it's. Uh, to be fair, I prefer it being obvious. I don't like it when right. they hide it. No, I prefer like, it when it's in your face and it's look. You don't have to do this, but you're gonna have to grind to get what you want. Then yeah. See, my thing with with gears is, and and I I feel some other gears fans are gonna relate. The packs are way too expensive. Oh, 100%. And, and and you don't get nearly enough crafting items to go out and get free stuff easily or more yeah, I easily. I totally and, agree. like, you know, I feel like Unchar- or, or, or Overwatch does this the best where it's just like every time you level, you get a, a box. Why can't I get a box every time I level? Why does Hold it have to be five? your thoughts right okay. there, Joseph, because we have a question Right about that. So let's just get through this last piece and then we'll get to them. Um, February 2017, Games with Gold lineup is Xbox One. Games are Killer Instinct Season 2. You can still get from January 16th to February 15th. So you haven't got long for that one. Uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time from February 1st to February 28th. Project Cars from February 16th to March 15th. And then the Xbox 360, what can also be played on the one. uh, Monkey Island uh, Season 2. Well, Monkey Island 2 SE. I think that's not season two. From uh, February 1st to February 15th. And Star Wars The Force Unleashed. From February 16th to February 28th. Now, let's get into Fixer Stack straight away. Because you were just hitting on something that uh, a fan has wrote in about. So it says, Hi Fixer and Joseph. I hear Joseph going on about how <laughs> Overwatch, how good Overwatch is. It is. Now, I have played this game and I have a major problem with it. Progression. There is none. In Overwatch, uh, which for me sucks big time. Oh boy. <laughs> As you have pointed out on the podcast, I'm not the greatest player on Siege, but I'm happy to play that game as I'm always working towards something, no matter how bad I play. Either a new character or a new gun sight, which, fingers crossed, will make me play better. <laughs> it won't. Um, <laughs> same with The Division or uh, Destiny. There's always something to do that improves your character in some way. Right. Now, fix what type of player are now fix what type of player do you prefer? Sorry, let me try that again. Now, fix what type of player are are you? It says are you do see this is why you messed me up. <laughs> you prefer uh, player progression in a game, or are you just happy with just the blitz uh, fanboy like Joseph, for example? Yeah. As oh. always, love your proper B.O. I want to point out that proper B.O. messed up the email, so it made me say it wrong. I was doing just fine <laughs> until then. Um, no, mm-hmm. I'm joking. Love you, proper B.O. Um, for me, that isn't why I don't play Overwatch. 
Um, I don't play Overwatch just because I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, the progression system, I don't even know how it works. So, there can is you none. explain? There, there is, is none. Okay. The, the, the way you progress is every... It's just a leveling system. And the leveling system helps in order to uh, pretty much match you with people, your skill base. So there is no progression in Overwatch other than getting prestige or getting uh, leveling up to get loot boxes. So that that's the point of Overwatch. Um, what so what pro- are in the loot boxes? Loot boxes are skins, are icons, um, sprays that you could tag the, the walls with that are like unique uh, visuals. Um, just everything's cosmetic. Nothing oh, yeah. is, is improving your gameplay whatsoever. So when I, I mean, would you would you you want to answer this first? Well, so for me, it's a case of I like I do like games with progression. I do like the fact of Rainbow Six Siege. Again, you're right, but that's not what keeps me coming back to Siege. It's it is one aspect at the start until the game hooked me. For me, it was a case of I was grinding Siege to get um. New, like he says, new sites, new guns, new operators, all that. Mm-hmm. At the start, but now I've got my operators. Now I've got my sites. Now I've got everything. I play for the sheer fact of it's a great game. It has great gameplay, and at the end of the day, that's why I play games. It's not about levels or anything like that. It's just the fact that I enjoy the game. Now, I, again, I, the, the reason I, I don't play Overwatch is just because I don't understand Overwatch. Right. Um, it's not because of the progression system or because there is no progression system or whatever it is. For me, I do like games where there's progression and I love games where you level up and I love games where you're working towards that next piece of gear. But I wouldn't say I'm either or. I mm-hmm. uh, FIFA, FIFA, for instance, Ultimate Team. I play Ultimate Team to build my squad to get better to get better players. But I could quite easily sit there and just play career mode for the whole time and it's the same similar thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I love progression in games. I love the whole leveling and leveling up a character and feeling like a badass when you get to the very top. Right. But that isn't the only way I like playing games. So I don't think yeah. that really answers the question because I'm not either or. So uh, I'm going to be a little harsh to you, probably. Uh, I love you. I love you. Um, but I'll take the Blizzard fanboy as a badge of honor. Because I, I do. I love Blizzard games. They are a huge inspiration as to why I love video games, right? Mm-hmm. They're able to make huge worlds that you get lost in with huge, amazing stories. Um, when it comes, Overwatch to... has no story. Most of this, I, I'm talking when I'm talking story. I'm, I mean, I could start a podcast about the World of Warcraft lore, and I can just it could be. I, I I could teach you some things. Keep it Xbox. <laughs> Let's keep going. Yeah, yeah. So when we when we talk about progression in games. Um, just like cake, it's a lie. Progression is an illusion to make you feel like you're being rewarded for leveling up. So, like, when you're talking about, like, the, what, what I am getting at is the kind of, like, the Call of Duty progression system. Uh, getting different sights or getting different pieces to your gun or unlocking different pieces to your gun. All of that is placed behind walls and behind these barriers that you want to achieve. So you want to get level 32 because you might unlock a cool AUG or you might unlock a new character in Siege. And that is your motivation to do that. Now, to me, the problem with that is it's not fair. 
there's not a level playing field, you, especially in games like Call of Duty, where the progression unlocks better and cooler weapons, right, or, or unique perks. That's not fair. The level guy, the guy that's level thirty six, is going to have a far easier time taking out the guy that's level five. So when I think of Overwatch, shouldn't be such a noob. Exactly, Artard. So <laughs> don't know even what that means, but. You know, it, it. when I look at Overwatch, it's a level playing field. Everybody starts off with their abilities, but everybody starts off on that level playing field. Nobody has an advantage over each other. Um, if that is the reason why you play games is strictly on the fact that you get to unlock stuff, then that's cool. But I don't, I don't play games to unlock stuff. I play games to have fun. So, like, mm-hmm. to me, right now, Overwatch is the game I... I I go back to when there's nothing else for me to cover. There's nothing else for me to do because it's a game that's simple. I could play a round or two, um, get my ass kicked by a couple of Korean kids, and then like exit out of the game, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and that's it. And like have fun while I'm doing it. It's all about having fun. So like progression is is an illusion. It's not there. It's there. You think it's there. It's something to achieve to make you feel rewarded for you to keep on playing so when it comes to overwatch my my thing of that's that's out of the way for me Uh, all i have to do is focus on playing a game and having fun and always having to be fucking roadhog because nobody wants to tank so like that is dude it's so frustrating i'm like one day maybe (laughs) i want to be tracer but no i have to be roadhog so uh you know like that that's 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 my my only issue with Overwatch is I have to tank sometimes. It's never the progression. I never think of like, well, this game's better because I get to unlock something at thirty six. It should be there already for me, you know. But that's how I feel about it. Okay. So Overwatch hmm. is better. I don't know. I <laughs> definitely disagree. That kidding, Overwatch is better. No, they're two totally um, different games. I, I love. I was gonna say. I think it just comes down to the fact of what type of player are you. Yeah. Um, I think. I think you're correct on some things, and I disagree with some things How that you said. You? But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it wouldn't be a podcast if we did like just agree the whole time. Yeah. Um, no, for me, it's a case of just play the games you like. You don't yeah. need to put it down to anything. Just if you're having fun, keep playing. Yeah. And when it stops being fun, stop, stop playing. Yeah. So I don't really say I wouldn't. If you're if the question is which do you prefer. I prefer a progression system. That is 100%. I don't agree with you that uh, that is hidden and stuff like that. It's very there. It is, it, oh, yeah. it, it is a progression. Um, that's how I, I, I prefer games like that. But that isn't a game wouldn't stop me from playing because it hasn't got that. Yeah. Like, not being funny, if you look at... Um, if you look at Rainbow, for instance, Rainbow Six Siege, if you bought the season pass, or the season passes... Um, then you already have all the operators unlocked. So literally, you're only playing the game for skins. Play the game. Yeah, for, well, skins, for yeah. skins. Which is, from what I'm understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, is the same is, as Overwatch. It's the same as Overwatch. It's exactly the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So, and proper, you love um, Rainbow when we play it. So maybe if you bought the season pass, would you still feel the same way? I you think just you would got still lawyered, enjoy the game. Son. You got lawyered. Uh, no, no, but do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. I think I think you would still enjoy the game. Or oh, once, yeah. or or a different example of 
once you have all the characters and all the sites, like like most of the rest of us that play the game now, I think you're still going to enjoy the game, even without the progression system. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, games like... Uh, and there's tons of games that do this. Any... The, the reason why, like, I don't like when you're, get, you're getting unlocked out of something is in, in the case of MOBAs, where you're like, you get your free characters for the week, and then you're unlocked for all the better characters or whatever you get to play as. But, you know, games like MOBAs, games like um, Team Fortress 2, Counter-Strike, they do the same thing. It's all about hats and weapon skins, and you're just playing the game to play the game. So that's, that's how I feel. I, I, Gameplay's I key. Yeah, Gameplay's key. key. Um, this next question uh, says, do you have any gaming traditions or uh, superstitions when gaming when gaming from Xbox Stew? Thank you for the question, Xbox Stew. Appreciate it. Um, no, not anymore. I don't. I, uh, I remember very much so wearing the same t-shirt a lot when I played FIFA um, mm. back when I was younger. Like, I would literally have the t-shirt next to my chair that I would put on to play FIFA while playing my career mode because I was like 40 games unbeaten. And, uh, I okay. thought, and I thought that was the reason I was 40 games unbeaten. Not the fact that I had it on easy difficulty and I was just amazing on easy. <laughs> um, so the AI was terrible. But I thought this t-shirt was super magical. Um, I think the older you get, you don't really have that anymore. Mm. I'm just happy I can sit down and play a video game at this point. Yeah. Um, like, I don't really have t- a tradition. Um, if, okay, I guess so. I guess I, I come in or I wake up or whatever it is. I turn on my laptop. I turn on my Xbox. I turn on my TV. And the first thing I usually do is look at my friends list to see who is online. Is that, I, I guess that's a, like, yeah. that's without foul. That's the first thing I do. Yeah. I, I'm thinking more of the lines, like, for me, um gameplay traditions is i actually always have to be player two what you're a weirdo yeah i actually i like looking down at the screen because there's nothing else there's no other moving parts below me that i get distracted so i can't be player one because when i look at that screen i like i automatically start screen looking and it starts messing me up that's interesting yeah so i have to do that um i don't Oh, oh, here's something real weird. Um, A, I always... There's my controller and then someone else's controller. Of like, course. Nobody gets to use my controller. That's mine. No. And um, so, like, nobody touches that elite controller. I, I, but that costs a lot of money as well. Yeah, I mean, I love it to death. But, um, but yeah, and then also, I, I... Like, almost, like, every week or two, I always clean my controllers. I don't know. I guess that's a tradition. See, that's a, but that's a really good one because yeah. I don't clean my controllers and they become filthy pieces of mess. Yeah, see, like like that, like your, like the, your thumb your thumb pads. I can I can deal. Yeah, that's yeah, gross. Yeah, my, my thumb pads are good. Look at them. Mm. No, they're really dirty. Can uh, you see how dirty they are? Oh God, yeah. See, that's getting <laughs> me. I think like the creases where dead skin is. Like it's like no, because I used to work at GameStop and I would oh, yeah. see some nasty. Nasty shit, dude. I can it's, imagine. Oh my god, and like, especially if people smoke and with oh, the, the white Xbox, yeah, yeah. the thumb comes in yellow. All. Yellow, it's gross, and yeah. All right, we've got one more email. 
So okay. people did fill up Fixer's sack this week, which yes. I appreciate. And please keep them coming. My Xbox and Me podcast at gmail.com. That is my Xbox and Me podcast at gmail.com. Please, please, please send in emails. We want to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've heard from some different people. Xbox Stu's a new guy, so I appreciate you emailing them. Um, hello, my Xbox and Me family. I hope everyone is having a good day, kicking ass and playing some video games. Well, I'll get to video games after this. I promise, Moody. Um... <laughs> Last year, uh, last year, everyone had high hopes for the films Warcraft and Assassin's Creed, but sadly, they weren't as good as we were hoping they would be. Oh, That's matter of opinion. Uh, no, of course, it's fact. This shit. Okay, matter <laughs> of opinion. Uh, of course, let's not forget that finally, the Resident Evil films are dying at long last. Hashtag PWS Anson sucks. Again, opinion, but I've got a little story before we finish the rest of this email. So okay. I want to see Resident Evil yesterday, the final chapter. Oh, God. It is the worst film <laughs> I have ever seen in the cinema. <laughs> now, now, let's just, let me, sorry, again, I'm moving away from the mic, two seconds. <laughs> okay. That was not a surprise that that movie would be bad. I own, if you're not watching the oh. video version, I own every single Resident Evil film You're is. part of the problem. <laughs> I have seen every single Resident Evil film in the cinema. Oh, God. And let me tell you, I'm not going to spoil the film for anybody because there's nothing to spoil. The film sucks. I have never seen a worse film in a cinema ever. Wow. Okay, let's carry on. (laughs) Um, But with the Tomb Raider picture that dropped yesterday... Uh, starring Alice Vicar Vikander. Vikander, yeah. Yep. yeah. Looking like it might be sticking to the new Tomb Raider game. Definitely Overall, is. I don't think we've ever had a at least a good video game movie. So my question, do you ever think we will ever get a good video game movie? That's a stupid question. Moody, of course we are going to get a good one, I hope. Laugh out loud. And what game do you think it could be? For me, I have no hope right now apart from the new Tomb Raider. Love you guys. Keep kicking ass. Your friend and fan, Mr. Moody. P.S. Joseph, we need to sort this date out for our match. Laugh out loud. We do. We do. And we need to sort out a date for your inevitable defeat. I used to, to whatever. Um, again, Resident Evil film, really bad. Like the newest one, yeah. really bad. I think the best video game, the best video game film we have is Resident Evil 1. Mm. Um, and again, that doesn't even really count. But for me, the reason. <sighs> okay. Sorry, Joe, I know you've got a lot to say. No, no, no. I'm going to let you speak because I have a fucking rant, my Good. friend. <laughs> well, we'll see if we agree. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. The reason we don't get good video game movies is because we don't need good video game movies. Because video games are video games and movies are movies. You do not want to see the same story told. Um, from You do not... Okay, I will use Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Gears of War, for instance. There's a film apparently coming at some point. We do not need the story of Marcus and Dom. We had that. We've had it in a video game. We do not need it in a movie. It makes no sense. This is why. Look. Mm-hmm. Video games are video games. Yeah. 
it just doesn't for me i don't understand why people still want this like i get like for me resident evil huge resident evil fan and i won't at the end i don't want to spoil the film but if they would have stuck at the the storyline for the resident evil uh, films and been like this is a resident evil film in the resident evil universe without any of the resident evil characters this would have been fine and it told a story yeah. in that universe absolutely fine with that not a problem doesn't bother me in the slightest same goes for probably i've not seen warcraft same goes for <laughs> warcraft Boy. same probably goes for assassin's creed haven't seen that either but for me tell stories in the universes don't tell me the fucking origin story again because see me i know it i played it yeah. i played it for 40 50 60 100 hours I don't need it condensed into a two-hour film where you feel like you need to hit boom, boom, boom. It doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't translate over well in that medium. It hasn't been done well yet, it, it and it probably won't be. The, the, true pr- the true problem is the people that are directing, producing, acting aren't gamers or haven't played a game. So they don't understand... Like, like, Warcraft is a great example. As much as I love Duncan Jones for what he tried to do, whoever wrote that script, the orcs, and, and maybe I'm biased because I'm Horde, um, but the orcs, their half of the movie is insanely good. They're, they, they're, they're perceived more human-like. You feel for them. You have a sense of, like... Danger, but when you get to the human side, it's all campy. It's fool. It's stupid. It looks dumb. The the armor and everything looks super fake, over the top. Um, the guy from Vikings tries to play a Han Solo s character, which just makes him look like a douchebag. That 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 movie, as a Warcraft fan, a huge Warcraft fan, it's my favorite, uh, video game, uh, series, uh they messed up the first 10 minutes. The orcs are supposed to do one thing. Drink demon blood, that is why they're green. And they take it to fell magic and Thralba turns turns green out. You're saying all these words, I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm going to throw this. It's stupid. <laughs> it's just there's some things in that game, that movie that should have happened and didn't and we should have seen some really it should have followed, to me, it should have followed the lore, and instead it does is, it does things to appease nobody. And what's happening with, with, with getting out of that incoherent rant with video game movies is Kotaku said and had an article real awesome that video games aren't good movies, but they're good inspiration uh, for that's, movies. But that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Use the world that whoever it has created... So, the Resident Evil world. Right. So, what is the Resident Evil world? You have a virus that broke out into the world that turned everyone into zombies. You have another virus that turned people into this. Another, it's all about a virus that has yeah. taken over the world. Now, go and make a fun film or an, a scary film or whatever you want to do yeah. in that world. It doesn't need to tell me the story of the And here's the, the thing, characters. too. We already have a movie that does that. It's called 28 Days Later, right? Like, like, Logan, uh, everybody, every time you see that trailer, you're like, that's The Last of Us. Like, and you get The Last of Us feels. And so, like, you see that video games I didn't get that until you just said that. Oh, yeah, man. 
No, I've seen that. Like... I've seen that. I've seen that maybe six times that trailer. And now you say that, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh boy, I can't wait for Logan. Logan is uh, is a dream come true to me. If it, if it if it's what people are saying it is. So, so, going back to video games, they could serve as like great inspiration, but until we have directors that have at least played a game and understand how they work, you're not going to have a good video game movie because you need to understand how both mediums work. Like people have read, they know how books, you know, work as entertainment, so they're able to make fine adaptions to movies, right? They've they've figured out that formula. They haven't figured it out for video games yet. And video games are such a medium that it the story's being told out after hours, you know, of 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 dialogue and exposition and action, whereas books and movies they don't they don't work the same. So You're hundred percent right. Just to just to say one one more thing about yeah. the Resident Evil film, the final chapter. Um Oh my god, it's it's cut so badly as well. Like, the action scenes... I know this is an Xbox podcast, and I know we talk about games, but that film is so bad. Like, do not give that film your money. Mm. I had to, and I have to buy it. I have to, because I've got every single other one. I have no choice, okay? And you can judge me for it all you No, like. no. Dude, I watched the Warcraft movie just so that I there could be a... Uh, I could see Arthas on the big screen. So, like, I understand... Where you're getting at, but if you see Warcraft, if you bought Warcraft, do yourself a favor, just burn it. You don't need it. So <sighs> that is it for this week's episode, Joe. Uh, thank oh, you boy. very much again. Uh, if you want the audio early for this podcast, you head over to Patreon.com/slash/MCFixer. Uh, audio is three dollars, and video is four. Um, Joe. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. So let's start with your Xbox name because you still ain't changed it. Yeah, yeah. It's Wilford Brimley where the L's are replaced with ones. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, I need to Anything else? Uh, so here over at Poly Games, my latest video is something I take incredibly a lot of pride in uh, because I used to work at GameStop. Right now there's a situation that's happening over there Um that it's called the Circle of Life program. And it is a terrible program that is stressing out employees to the point of which some are quitting under the pressure or that GameStop is firing without even giving warnings to. So please check out that video. I implore everybody to check it out and also to share it because as an, as an ex-employee, I know how horrible GameStop treats its employees and from hearing that it's not gotten better, but gotten incredibly worse, please check out that video. Make sure your voices are heard. And please, 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 please stop shopping at GameStop. I'll it's tell awful. you what i do. We'll make sure that link is in the description below on the YouTube video. Um, you. Definitely, definitely check it out. You've worked very hard on the video, number one. Done some real journalism. Not just a uh, copy and paste job like me, usually. Um, <laughs> but you copy uh, and paste like a champ. Exactly. I'm the champ of copy and paste. Um, for me, what have I got out? Uh, critically acclaimed is still going, playing Bioshock. Uh, episode 3 will be out today of recording, nice. so you'll be able to see this. Um, apart from that, again, Patreon, 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 of course. If you want to buy a shirt, head over to mcfix.co.uk. You need a My Xbox and Me shirt. I do. Why not? Um, we will sort that out, don't you worry. Mm. Um, apart from that, uh, until next week, I will love you. I will leave you, 
and I will see you later. He's too scared to say bye. I love it. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs>